My name is Angela. And my name is Nicole. And welcome to the Ominous Stitch Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, everybody. We are so excited to have you guys back for another week with us. Yes. And this is a special week because we're going to be covering back to school. Back to school. It is back to school time. How many moms are out there celebrating and counting down the days until the kids go back to school? And we are. We are. (laughs) Yeah. At least these two moms are here. These two moms. (laughs) And everybody has different days. I know like the Midwest, they go like really early. Like, oh, do they? Yes. Yeah. They're like August, like first week of August. Oh, wow. And then some uh, go back in some September. In, some in September, some mid-August. Yeah. So, I mean, it's around that time. It is around that time, people. Get your kids back in school and then settle down with that nice big cup of coffee. Yes. I won't judge you if it's spiked a little bit. You deserve it. Or if you have two or three of them. <laughs> <laughs> watch whatever TV programming oh you want to watch. Listen, listen to whatever you want to yes, listen to. Those podcasts. Oh. I can't wait. I'm excited. It's coming so soon. Oh, I can feel it. Nicole. Yes. What has you in stitches this no, week? No, no. You're going to go first. Oh, okay. What has me in stitches yes. this week? Okay. This is something that I know a lot of you out there can relate to. Raise your hand if you have insomnia. I do. I'm half there. You're half there. I cannot sleep past 3, 3.30 in the morning. Her body is I like tuned to it now. I don't know what's going on. It started off with my dog licking. <laughs> no. She just licks. Oh, and then, dog. or she'll drink water yeah. insanely loud in, in my it wakes room. you it's up? Just oh, so it's in your loud. room. Yeah, it's in my room Why right do you have now. a water bowl in your room? Well, because we've been doing construction right. in the kitchen. So we had to move all the food bowls upstairs because normally all of her stuff is yes. in the kitchen. And so she is just loud and it was loud. And then she'll start whining because she's like, oh, I can tell you're awake. (gasps) Yep. Let me go outside. And I'm like, no. Or the cat will jump on me. (laughs) The animals are ready to go. The other morning, this is my favorite one. I got a text from Miss Nicole over here. Yes. In the morning. And she's like, oh, my gosh, I was up at 330. And I was like, me too. Yeah. We we're both, in- our bladders were full, so we both <laughs> had to go pee at 3.30 in the morning. Our bodies are in sync of going oh to the restaurant. Oh my gosh, we're like, pee pals, 3 Yeah, pee pals. <laughs> <laughs> well, I texted her, I was like, hey, how are you doing, you know, like, how are you feeling? And, you know, because we've been going through a lot and... And then, you know, she's telling Phil me and she's like, how are you? I'm like, yeah, I was up at 3.30. And she's like, me too. So I think that's our stitch for both of us this oh, week, our stitches. Not getting enough sleep, that elusive sleep. It's the worst. It has been the theme of my entire adult life. Just never enough sleep. I wish I could get I used to sleep like a champ when I was a teenager. I before was, kids. Oh, before BK. kids. BK. Mm-hmm. I remember going on car trips. I played volleyball. And so we'd always travel every other weekend mm-hmm. to different cities around Texas. That's where I grew up. To go to a different volleyball tournament, I would sleep the entire way. Me too. On buses. 12 hours, yes. 10 hours sleep wake up eat dinner and go back to sleep for the entire night again that's so nice isn't oh, it? That that's like my fantasy now <laughs> i want to have that much sleep but my body's like no 
no, your brain is like, you have so much to think about. Let's do it now. (laughs) What's funny is for me going to sleep, I have that like brain that just won't stop thinking. Uh You know, it's like one thought after another or all at once. Yes. It just won't shut off. Yeah. So I have to listen to um, podcasts Uh when I sleep because that helps me tune into something and then it helps me fall asleep. Yeah, because you're not listening to your brain yell 85,000 things at the same time. No, my brain's mean. Yeah. Yeah, so why? Why? I think I'm nice to my brain. Why does it not let <laughs> Doesn't me like you? <laughs> like you're getting older? I'm like, you will feel so much better if you just let me sleep. Yep. Right? Ugh. Your body will function better. Maybe someday, right? You can always hope. <laughs> when they're out of the house and then you're going to be like, it's too quiet. It's too quiet. And then you won't sleep because kids? of that. It'll be like the like commercials in the 90s, late 80s, early 90s. It's 11 p.m. Are your kids at home? No, no. Or do you know where your children are? I remember that. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, we have an awesome episode for you guys today. I'm so excited. Me too. Like College we said. week. Yes. So so back to school means we're going to go into haunted colleges. <gasps> haunted colleges. Yeah. We thought this was fitting. And so for our crochet project. Oh, our crochet project, you guys, this is going to be fun. I'm not actually going to be teaching you a stitch, but I'm going to be teaching you a crochet style. This is amazing because it's very similar to cross stitch, right? I know. Nicole's mind blew when I showed it to her. I was like, oh, we're going to learn about graphigans. Graphigans. Because then we can do the college crests and graphigans. So are we ready to dive in? I'm so ready. Let's get stitching. Well, it's time for College Week. Woo-hoo. I'm so excited. Everybody sing your alma mater tune. Do you know it? I do because I had to sing it every rehearsal. I was in marching yeah. band. We are musicians. Yes. So, of course, we would have to no. sing and perform <laughs> yep. our college, our mod- our college uh, alma mater. Yes, alma mater. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Oh, I have a quick story before we dive into the stitch. Okay. Um, so I got my master's degree at USC, and one of my classrooms was over by the practice field where the marching band would practice. Nice. And they would play the the most boring dun, song da, ever da, 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 dun, for dun, the da. entire class. What? The entire class, they would practice just that. I don't know. I it had to be perfect. Crazy. It was insane. The entire semester that I had that class, and that was a two-hour-long class. It, they may have played other things, but definitely they played okay. that the majority of the time. Can I tell you something funny? Yes. So I went to the University of Washington. Yeah, you did. And we didn't like SUC, as we called you guys. <laughs> SUC. SUC. Nobody does. No. Unless you go to school <laughs> Unless there. Unless you go to USC. <laughs> so we learned that tune. Oh, you and did? then what we do to make fun of it uh-huh. is we go down a half step every time. Oh, that's so funny. And it makes it sound terrible. Oh, it does. And then it goes, yeah. yeah. And then it just keeps going down and down and down. And yeah. it makes it sound gross. Oh, so. it does. It's terrible. Well, I mean, it's terrible. I, I would sit there in class and go, I'm going to back up my mic because I don't pop it. Nice. I love it. so tired of it. It. Okay, let's talk about graphigans. Yes, graphigans. Okay, when I showed Nicole what a graphigan was, her mind blew, like oh I gosh. said earlier, because she, so cool. she's like, this is exactly like cross-stitch. Yes. I'm like, yes, it is, because you are literally following a graph. And you can use whatever kind of stitch you want, as long as you're consistent. I like to use a double crochet, because it you just get to the length of the blanket 
quicker. Yeah, that makes sense. But a lot of people like to use a single crochet. That's even, even faster though, right? Well, a single crochet makes it a neater transition when you're changing colors. So you okay. can do like if you have a curve in the design, mm -hmm. you can do that a little bit I see. easier. It's smaller. Yeah, yeah, it's smaller than if you use a double crochet. Got it. But you can use whatever stitch you want in a graphigan. And you can make this in a multiple of way. I use a traditional back and front, mm -hmm. you know, when you're turning your work over to do mine, but a lot of people will do a corner to corner blanket, which I don't know how to do. So that's something that we're Ooh. going, we can maybe explore at some yes, point how to make a that. corner to corner blanket, but you can use this technique in a myriad of styles. So a graph again is basically you take a grid pattern. Mm -hmm. So again, this is a lot like cross stitch people. You take a grid pattern mm -hmm. and you plot out where everything where is. everything is and then you just follow the grid That's so, so you cool. change colors when it's time to change colors mm -hmm. and then it turns out into whatever picture you want to just create. like cross stitching just like cross -stitching. so neat hey did i did did you know that angela i go hey let's we're gonna do that right and she goes oh let me go upstairs real quick and she comes back down she goes this is my first blanket you guys i'm gonna post a photo okay <laughs> she made the coolest cat blanket with this graphic my youngest daughter loves cats yeah it's amazing she's like this is my first blanket I'm like what yeah I had oh. about 14 colors going at the same time so a little tip that I discovered because one of the trickier things is keeping your colors straight right because you do drop a color and then pick it back when pick it back up when you turn it so you aren't constantly cutting mm -hmm. the color every time you change you just leave it and then you pick it back up when you get to that spot again when you turn the blanket okay so to keep my colors straight, I have this crate that has a bunch of holes that kind of look like eyelets. I picked it up at Target. I, I was going to say, where'd like you 10 get it? Bucks. Target. <laughs> Target. Okay. Target, everything. Yes. So it's this crate that has a bunch of holes in it. I think it has like 12 holes. And I think at one point I had like 14 colors going at the same time. So That's I would just crazy. pull the strings through the holes. So and it worked as like, like a little eyelet system. Yeah. And then it would stay straight. That is the smartest thing yeah. ever. I, that took a while for me to figure out. I was going nuts, just like trading my yarn back and forth and everything getting all tangled up. So that's a little tip. Find yourself some kind of system where you have an eyelet and you're threading your yarn Box that way. Box with holes. Box with holes. I bet you can, even if you didn't want to, you had to save money, if you had a cardboard box around, you could probably cut little holes in oh, it. Oh, that's so smart. Right? And then you can even make them small so oh, that you wouldn't be like. Oh, you're so smart. You could do even more. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, Nicole is so smart, you guys. Try to be as thrifty as possible, yeah. right? <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so you can definitely do that. Okay. So today's Graphigan. So today's Graphigan. So I'm going to tell you about a couple of websites that I used because you can make your own graph. So if you're not good at freehanding and taking a piece of graph paper and then plugging in colors and making it look like Minecraft something. Excel there, file. There are a, an Excel file. Exactly. There are a couple of websites that you can use. And so I'm going to talk about two websites that I used to make this college graph again. We can post a picture of what we came up with, the concept of this blanket. We're using the four crests of the four schools that we're going to be talking we'll about. A, our college, haunted colleges one. Our haunted colleges blanket. Blanket yeah. one, because. Blanket one. Ooh. We may be getting to more haunted <gasps> colleges. I'm so excited. Yeah, okay. there's just so many. Yes, there are. And we have stories for a lot of them. Yes. Okay. So I used a website called Canva, C-A-N-V-A, Canva.com. 
and on Canva, you can create picture collages. So I took logos from each of the four schools that we're going to be talking about first, and I just did a collage with them so that they were all on the same page. And then I went over to this other website called Stitch Fiddle. Stitch Fiddle. Stitch Fiddle. And what Stitch Fiddle does is you can upload whatever image you want and it graphs it for you. So this is almost like if you wanted to do cross stitch, but you'd have to do your own coloring system probably. Right. But that's still really neat. Yes. And it gets quite detailed, you guys. Mm -hmm. But it's it's a, it's oh my a gosh. pretty cool. She's showing me there's <laughs> so many squares. So many squares. And you can make this however you want. So with this size of a blanket, I would probably have each square be one stitch. Yeah. A lot of times the squares are, you know, two to four stitches, mm -hmm. depending upon, you know, how big or how small, whatever your scale is. But Stitch Fiddle and Canva, those are the two websites that I used to create our design. That is so neat. It's so cool. So go out there, find some graphics, explore mm -hmm. that world. It is so much fun. I want to do this when I have the time. I have a million projects I want to do. <laughs> you need eight more hours every day. I need those day. eight more hours. Wah, every wah, wah. day. Every day. So that's it for our stitching. Easy. Yeah. I love it. So that means it's time for story time. Story time. Right, story time, everybody. I'm so, so it's funny because I have my notes on my my Mac, and Angela can see it. And so what I did was I inserted some photos, <gasps> so she can see what I'm talking about I'm on a so couple excited. of these. Well, okay, I know where we're going first. You do know where you're going. You don't know where we're going for the rest, except oh, you know the last one as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, but the first one, the first one, we are staying local, and we are going to. California State University, Channel Islands. <gasps> Seasucky. I know that's not what, I know people call it sea sushi. Sea because sucky. of the CI. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just say CSUCI. I'm, yeah. I'm lame. Anyway, so let's dive in to the background of CSUCI. Now, before it was a university. Yes. It was the Camarillo State Mental Hospital. Welcome to the Hotel California. So, you know, I read about that. Yes. They said that's not true. <gasps> but what? The, the Eagles, they said that it, that song is definitely not, but speculation oh, is. Oh, legend. Is. Yeah. That's the legend. Okay. So the legend is Hotel California is written about this insane asylum. Yes. That's or mental hospital. Mental hospital. Yeah. You can say it right. Mental yeah. hospital. Yeah, it's, it's referred to both in that yeah. way. Okay. So now the Camarillo State Mental Hospital in Camarillo, California operated from 1936 to 1997. Now in 1957, the patient population reached its peak exceeding 7,000 patients. The what? largest population that the hospital would see in its 60 years of existence. Oh my gosh. Yes. 7,000 thousand people 7,000 patients <gasps> and apparently this was the largest it is well it gets us not anymore but the largest psychiatric hospital in the west oh my gosh yeah so I've been by it before 
before it was Cal State oh, Channel did you? Islands. Yes. Did you go when it was the hospital or right in between? When it was kind of dilapidated. Okay. So it was it was between. It was before it was purchased to yeah. be the university and driven by it quite a few times. Okay. And it was scary. Like it looks, you know, it, it looked like a very dilapidated, but yeah. 7,000, I can't imagine point, it being, having that many it was, patients. It, was it, it had its own, like everything. It had its own, like dairy barn it had its own like bowling alley it had yeah. it was like a little community yeah it didn't yeah. have to go anywhere well because it is in the middle of nowhere in right. Camarillo so uh Camarillo has a lot of they grow a lot of strawberries but it's definitely mm-hmm. a big farming community right, so right. lots and lots of pasture land they there was there is a lot of land surrounding that so I could imagine it's just its own sustainable area yeah yeah Now, at first, it was a hospital that served mental illnesses such as schizophrenia and manic depression. But in 1967, it widened its reach to include a center for clients with developmental disabilities such as organic brain disease, autism, and other birth defects. Uh, Then in the 1990s, the state decided to stop funding the hospital because there weren't as many patients and the costs were rising and basically patients thought they would receive better and cheaper care in group homes and community clinics than the larger institution. Hmm. So they were leaving. Yep. In 1996, they only had 871 patients. Oh, wow. So you see that big drop, yeah. right? June 1997, the hospital shut down. And then in 2002, just five years later, California State University Channel Islands opened on the hospital grounds itself. Yay. Now, most buildings are now being used for the campus. However, there are still some abandoned buildings. Yes, there are. <laughs> That's so crazy to me. Like, why would you leave abandoned, like areas you just knock they it don't down need or, them yet yeah they should knock, knock them down, down and build something else but they convert a lot of those buildings sure so i think they're just holding on to it but that's so creepy uh yeah i <laughs> <laughs> okay i don't know if we're i i'm kind of waiting to hold on to the stories okay. because i definitely know people that have been there in the first class oh, and it, yeah anybody listening to us has been to cal state channel islands first of all i'm sorry for calling it seasucky but <laughs> that's just how you've known it, right? That's just how it was taught to me by people in that first okay. class because oh, okay. they were terrified. The really? It was so scary. I can't tell you every single person that I met that went yeah. there has a ghost story. <gasps> they Did have seen that. ghosts. Okay. Well, you, you're going to tell Very us. Very active. Okay. You tell yes. us what they saw and I'll give you what I have. Okay. 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 We'll, we'll trade stories. We'll, we'll wait. Yes. I'm like at the edge of my She's seat. She's so excited. I know. The biggest rumor, which I don't know if it's true or not, is that the morgue from the hospital still sits under the library. Yes. Or that the library was built over it. Yes. I've heard that You've too. You've heard that? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't know for sure it's if it's still there because um, creepyla.com mentioned the library closing and that article was written in 2011. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know for sure. Now, quick mention of craziness. I even wrote that in my notes. Okay. The book Keeper of the Keys was published in 1976, and it is basically a diary of one of the nurses at the hospital. <gasps> yeah. She wrote about the inhumane practices at the hospital, such as ignoring patients, experiencing seizures, rape and physical abuse of the patients, and all around abuse and neglect of the patients. And the book basically caused a grand jury investigation of the hospital. So that probably didn't help it when it had to close down. Nope. Crazy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, a lot of different paranormal phenomenon Yay. has been reported across this campus. Now, this one I I love okay, so much. Okay. 
I'm a saxophonist. Yes, yes, right? yes you are. Okay, Charlie Parker. <gasps> Charlie yes. Parker. Famous jazz saxophonist. Yes. And I you know, played his music all the time when I was a kid. This story comes from weirdca.com. Now, as most people know, if they've done any research into Charlie Parker, he had a huge drug and alcohol problem, like most old musicians did. Yeah. Uh, in June 1946, he made a grand entrance into the, the Hollywood, lob, uh, Hollywood Hotel lobby, I believe, playing his saxophone, but completely nude. Wow. Okay. What an entrance. Having some fun. That's amazing. <laughs> he, amazing. Take a stitch. Take a stitch. <laughs> he was told to go back to his room where he lit a cigarette, fell asleep, and then set his bed on fire. Oh, no. Yeah. Mr. Parker. Yes, he had some downtimes. So he was sent to the Camarillo State Mental Hospital and stayed there for six months between 1946 to 1947. And when he was released, he recorded Relaxing at the Camarillo. Oh, right uh-huh, yeah and i was uh-huh. like oh, duh <laughs> and i put that in my notes i uh-huh. had to play that in high school but they say parker roams the halls of csuci late at night and they hear him playing his saxophone <gasps> which i want to go now Nicole, just experience you that. have to go <laughs> i want to go oh my gosh yeah that would be so awesome right first coolest ghost story i was like this uh, is amazing take a stitch Take a stitch. All right. Now, I'm just going to kind of give you a list of the other phenomenon, and then I'm sure Miss Angela can chime in. Okay. Here's the list. So we've got ghostly children have been heard laughing, but there's no children in sight. Absolutely. That is definitely one of the reports that I heard. Objects mysteriously thrown at people. Yes. Poltergeists. Yes. Okay. Oh, she's got it. Okay. Yes. Doors slamming shut on people and also mysteriously open. Oh, opening. I've also heard locking. Oh, oh, that's even creepier. Yeah. Okay. Locking them in a certain section of. Really? Yes. Where? In the dorms. (gasps) Just locking them in their room? Not in their room, but like locking a hallway. So they can't leave that hallway. Oh, great. Yeah. That's creepy. Phantom mists that ignore the wind are seen moving around campus at night. Sounds of scratching on the walls. Yes. Which could be rats, right? It could be. I don't know. That one I I feel like could be debunked. And then photos have been taken in the abandoned buildings and they they see faces staring back at them. Yeah. I haven't heard about faces. I've heard about handprints. Ooh. Handprints showing up on walls. Okay. Yeah. That would make sense to me. Yeah. In the bell tower, a man appears in one of the stalls of the women's restroom and you can see his legs under the door. But when you open the door, he disappears. Oh, like, what? That's creepy. I would, I would run. Oh, yeah. yeah Use I the bathroom would, and run. Yeah. I would become toilet shy super fast. Yes. And then I would never go even there. go in there. Yeah. yeah. No. Nope. There's a ghostly janitor that haunts the school and you can hear his keys jingling if he's close. <sighs> yeah. A woman in white who is supposedly an old nurse roams the bell tower's hallways. She disappears as soon as you approach her. Oh, wow. And now what's crazy, that's, I think, my paranormal experiences, but what's crazy, the ring was filmed here. Did you know that? No. Yes. Parts <gasps> of the of, of the campus, the ring was filmed, and wow. there's even a well. Oh, my gosh. I'm showing She's her the showing photo. me the picture of the well. 
Oh, I have chills everywhere right now. That's so crazy. Yeah, so I've I've seen on a couple like stories of Reddit, I think that some people would like take a hike to the well because the well's a little bit off of the campus, a little up and on, on a hill. Yeah, yeah. And it's just spooky as all <gasps> all left. It is so spooky, you guys. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So CSUCI. Yes. If you've been there and you have stories, we want to know. Please. Oh my gosh. I would love them. So do you have any other stories? No, you those? pretty much did hit, I hit it. them. Yeah. Okay. So I, I they I don't remember what dorm it was, but the the stories that I heard from this one person in particular, mm-hmm. they were saying the dorm that they lived in was where patients used to live. Oh, geez. You know, rooms. Yeah, yeah. So it was an easy thing for to the dorms. Oh yeah. my gosh, I could not stay there. Yeah. So that was the one of the wings of the hospitals, which ah. is converted rooms, and they used those as the college rooms. And so they would hear children laughing, a lot of children laughing, doors getting locked oh my gosh. in the hallway, so they couldn't get past them. Handprints on yeah. walls and things being like their books being thrown yeah yeah so lots of that kind of a thing I could not stay in that dorm Angela right? I'd be like I need to move please right send me off campus right <laughs> oh because the oh. the ghosts there were not happy about no, students moving in and sure. invading their territory yeah that's where they lived probably for most of the time well you know, yeah and and taking a mental institution and ghosts that are disturbed Mm -hmm. and you know they carry on the same characteristics that they had in the afterlife right and then adding a bunch of college kids and that energy (laughs) that is a crazy mix of energy to add together so yeah uh, the hauntings are strong yep yeah now you know what's fun what our next trip where are we going university where are we going has to do with another mental asylum oh no there's a theme stop doing that people i I mean let's not let's not build our universities on mental asylums i understand that you know like oh hey they have lots of rooms for you know dormitories people Mm -hmm. can stay here oh look we have big rooms Mm -hmm. for classrooms and no stop it that is crazy energies to mix together where are we going We're going to Ohio now. Ohio. Now, this isn't exactly built on an institute, but let me go into the details. So if you've done any research on haunted universities, oh my gosh, Ohio University in Athens is probably at the top of almost all the lists. This was crazy. Okay. Now, just like CSU Channel Islands, a part of Ohio University's campus was known as the Ridges, a.k.a. the Athens Lunatic Asylum. Oh, yes. No. Now, this mental hospital was in operation from 1874 to 1993 and provided services to a variety of patients, including Civil War veterans, children, or the mentally unwell. Oh, wow. That's quite a range. Yes. And I'm going to go into some really insane things that I had to point out. So this hospital was best known for the infamous lobotomy procedure. (gasps) Yeah. Oh, no. And fun fact, the first patient was a 14-year-old girl with epilepsy, thought to be possessed by the demon oh no so they didn't even know about you know epilepsy and treatments and things yeah and now get this yes angela ailments such as menopause were caused for enrollment in the hospital oh my gosh i knew this would get her and one of the leading causes of insanity for women at that time menstrual derangements 29 women were patients because of this okay if i if you guys could see me my face is green with disgust i am so mad at that oh my gosh 
Isn't that it's, crazy? Women were looked at as like aliens back then because we had such because different... Because men are idiots and they don't understand what <laughs> happens to a woman. Not all men. We love woman. men. But yes. Yes. Back then, it was it was uh, quite a fiasco for women, unfortunately. Oh, my God. It still is actually getting our rights taken away. But, well, that's another story yeah, another yeah, podcast. Yeah. We're trying to keep it light mm-hmm. and user-friendly here. Right. But I had to point that out because that was that was a crazy oh, detail so to me. so upsetting. Yeah. Now, oh, she literally wrote WTF in uh her notes. (laughs) (laughs) I had to. Okay. Ohio University, though, is the ninth oldest public university in the country, founded in 1804, but opened in 1808 with one building, three students, and one professor. Oh. So very, very tiny. Very tiny, tiny. Yes. And in 1993, the ridges were purchased by OU and is now... The Kennedy Museum of Art, an <laughs> auditorium, and many offices, classrooms, and storage facilities. Okay, let's put the artist in the loony bin. Yep, <laughs> so, because we have the, they have the same energies, right? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, great. So now, a pretty creepy fact about the ridges. Okay, so this is you can find in every story about uh, Ohio University and the ridges. In 1978... Margaret Schilling was a patient at the Athens Lunatic Asylum. She was deaf and mute, and when committed, she was a 53-year-old married mother, but that's all we know about her. Why would she be committed at 53? Who, and obviously, she was, a she was able to have a successful life of some sort to be a mom yes. and have children. And No idea. Oh, There's no other records so about her, crazy. unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. Poor Margaret. Poor Margaret. December 1st, 1978, she was reported missing. Uh-oh. So a lot of the patients, though, they knew would wander into the woods because it was kind of a woodsy area. Into the woods, it's time to go. It may be all in vain, I know. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Good reference. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so they would wander into the woods, and they would be found later eventually, but they could not find a trace of Margaret. Oh. So then January 12th, 1979 rolls around, she was found in a room that was barely used. Oh, no. Yes. Her clothes were neatly folded next to her body. <gasps> and doctors believe she died of heart failure because of the really, really cold conditions. Oh, she just laid there. Margaret. Yeah. Now, oh. what's creepy is her corpse left a permanent stain on the <gasps> cement. Yes. Oh, no. And in 2007, investigations were completed. And the conclusion of the investigation said it was the process of adiposir. I can't even say it. Adiposir. I'm going to say that. Adiposir. Okay. Which is when a grayish waxy substance is formed by the decomposition of soft tissue in dead bodies subjected to moisture. So So, there it is. Oh my gosh, you guys. That's I'm showing insane. her a photo. It looks like um, it kind of looks like the Statue of Venus because it does you know, no, no arms. arms. Yeah. yeah, but it's definitely a person, like yep. a woman. Yep. It's a woman shape. It's a woman shape for sure. She's got curves. Oh, um, wow. And the photo I took it was from the the investigators, this um, scientific, and I can and put the link in. It's still there. But yeah, they took the sampling points. They show it and they measure it and they show you what what they're looking at. And it's still there to this oh, day. Wow. 
In 2020, Preservation Works Company was still trying to figure out if they were going to provide public access to viewing the body because people keep trying to go find it. Yeah. But for now, I believe it still sits in an unknown location. Oh, my gosh. Talk about leaving your mark on the world. (laughs) Right? hey She just hit me. Oh, man. It's not a joke, but oh, my gosh. It is a good joke in a way, but yes. It's crazy. So there's there's no real paranormal experiences linked to this stain. It's just a very morbid fact yes. about the asylum or yeah. the ridges or yes. now yes, Ohio it is. University. Now on to the paranormal accounts. Okay. Ohio University is the only known college that has a sealed off dorm room. What? Yes. <gasps> now here are the reports. In the 1970s, a male student supposedly died in room 428 in Mil- Wilson Hall of unusual circumstances. That's what all happened? I got. No oh idea. Oh my gosh. No idea. This is speculation too. Right. Now after this, students reported paranormal phenomenon. Not exactly what they mentioned what it was, but they just there were some things going on. But then a female student lived in the room and it said she dabbled in the occult. But all sites, I don't know if that's true, but all sites do claim she practiced astral projection. Oh. Yeah, they said that she tried to use and harness the energy of that room to project herself. She eventually took her own life in the room. (gasps) Oh, no. Oh, no. College times, man. Two deaths in the same room. Two deaths in the same room. So definitely after her death, students would report objects flying across the room, whispers that turned into shouting and doors opening and slamming at first the university ignored the reports from the students but then demonic faces kept appearing on the door what scratched angrily into the grain of the wood what so they're like maybe it's vandalism right they talked yeah and they replaced the door right but every time the door was changed the same tortured faces would immediately appear and there were different people living in there i don't know okay Probably. That's so, creepy. Eventually, the university declared the room, quote unquote, uninhabitable, and they sealed its door. Is there still a face on the door? No. So once they sealed it, the faces stopped. Yeah. And currently, students are still declaring they hear footsteps coming from inside the room at night. Now, in the same hall, a recent article from an op-ed in the college stated a journalism student that lived on the third floor, so right below it, mm-hmm. had two mirrors fly off the wall and land in the middle of the room, both shattering to pieces. Oh, my gosh. There's that's dangerous. photos of it, too. <gasps> they took photos of it where it landed. Ooh. She also had a math book fly right at her from her dresser drawer a week after the mirror incident oh my gosh then a string of lights that had no batteries yet turned on and go it went through the pre-programmed cycle wow we're getting into like stranger things season one (laughs) yes we are now lastly she mentioned seeing a brunette girl passing by her door but when she got up to look for her no one was in the hall and said she would have had to miss her if she was running, but she wasn't. Oh so it could have been gosh. her. could have been that 428 girl. Yeah, astral projection. Ash, yeah, there yeah. you go. Wow. Now, this is the fun part. And I, I stuck a photo in here, and she can tell me if Angela thinks it's true. Okay. Okay. Now, rumor is that Wilson Hall, is that dorm, is also built on an Indian burial ground. Oh, the, don't do that. Bad juju. Bad juju. That's, that's just a rumor. Mm-hmm. The other rumor is that it is actually built over an old cemetery of the Athens Lunatic Asylum, which is more believable. Yeah. 
but I don't know. Now, what's pretty crazy, though, okay, Mm -hmm. there's a claim that Wilson Hall is so haunted because the surrounding area of Wilson, uh, of Athens, there are haunted cemeteries. Right. And in the middle of it is is Wilson Hall, and the shape creates kind of a pentagram. So what I did, I was like, I'm going to test this out. So someone listed all the, the haunted cemeteries. So I pinpointed them on a map. Yes. And then I put, the map. I put Wilson Hall. So Wilson Hall, see this, there's this red dot. Yes. And see, kind of, it makes a star. Do you think it's far-fetched? I, it can be a star. It's not centered in the middle of the star. But, no. Um, I mean, it is kind of in the middle-ish. Mm-hmm. The, so she has, did you draw the blue lines or mm-hmm. did it do that? So I mapped it as if I were taking directions to each one. Oh, okay. So those are roads. So you can't, like, I think you can't just, this is driving. Right. So okay. these are roads trying to get to each cemetery. Because the roads make it look like a, a wonky, I don't know, duck flying or something. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> but I but, think, yeah, if you yeah, wanted okay. to connect. If you wanted to connect with the, the dots, you could make it a star. Wilson Hall isn't in the center of it, but it is in the middle it's of it. It's pretty close in the so, middle. So, you know, sure. Grain of salt. Yeah, but that was pretty it's, neat, though. It's, yeah, it's an it's a neat antidote to saying why yeah. Wilson Hall is so haunted. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I'll put that on our our social media because I thought that was really fun. You decide, people. Yeah. Does it look like a star? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You tell me, everybody. Okay. Or a tortured flying duck. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah. yeah. Sad duck. Now I took a solid twenty minutes. I had a lunch break when uh-huh. I was doing some research. Yes. 20 minutes researching Washington Hall because it is rumored that this dormitory is haunted by an entire basketball team of high school girls that were visiting the university prior to a fatal bus crash. Oh, no. I could not find anything about this at all. Mm. I found a baseball team. There's a uh-huh. lot of, of, this is sad, this baseball team all, you know, um, had a bus accident as well, oh. a few fatal fatalities, but I really couldn't find anything where a high school visited Ohio University yeah so if anybody has like an actual article about this ooh, send it our way send it to us because then I would I will believe it because the the rumors are is that in Washington Hall students report hearing female giggles several feet running and bouncing basketballs in the distance oh okay so they're all relating it to them but I don't know what happened urban legend urban legend yeah yeah if you have any proof Send it our way. Yes, please. At the ominous stitch at gmail.com. Get it, Angela. My last story about Ohio University. Okay. The Sigma Phi Epsilon fraternity home claims that they are haunted by an old ghost named Nicodemus. <gasps> Nicodemus. Yes. Now, the story is that the Sigma Phi Epsilon house is a really, really old home that served as a stop in the Underground Railroad. Oh, cool. Yeah. Someone leaked that the house was housing slaves at one point, so town citizens up and raided the home. But one slave was only there and hiding in the secret passageway. When he heard the citizens, he tried hiding in the basement, but he was still found. Oh, no. Yep, they grabbed him, captured him, shot him dead. Oh, no. And dragged him out of the house. Now, it's definitely a legend, as there is no concrete evidence to this ever happening, but professors, they've been, they were like, being interviewed Mm -hmm. and they said it was plausible as the home does coincide with the underground railroad route 
So it could have happened. It's cool that it, if it is a piece of the Underground Railroad and mm-hmm. it has that history, that's awesome. Right. Shooting Nicodemus. Poor Nicodemus. Not cool. No, not cool at all. Now, before it was Sigma Phi Epsilon in the 70s, it was the Zeta Tau Alpha Sorority. And there were claims of whining, scratching noises coming from the closet where the sealed off secret passage is. Ooh. Doors would fly open <gasps> and even some girls claimed to being touched by invisible hands. Ooh, Nicodemus. Nicodemus. Come on, don't touch girls. That's not cool. No, not cool at all. Or boys. Don't touch. Don't touch anybody. Now, as the fraternity, a, a sophomore sleeping in a loft bed had his bed sheets pulled off of him several times that night that he reported this mm-hmm. when no one was in the room with him. Ooh. And they still experience paranormal activity, but they don't feel like he's a threatening presence. He just likes to pull pranks. Yeah. He's just, he's there to go, hey, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. He's participating in the frat life. There you go. Yeah. He's seeing everybody else doing it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, why yeah. can't I? I'm going to pull frat, pr- <laughs> frat pranks. Frat pranks. Frat pranks. That's hard to say. It is. I was going to say. <laughs> it's like a tongue twister. Yeah. Several other fraternities and sororities report ghostly experiences as well. But that was just kind of thrown in there. So yeah. there's Ohio University. Ohio University. Ohio, Ohio, Ohio. Did I ever leave Ohio? Do you I know what it. that's from? No. Back to the beach. Starring Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicello. Random facts, everybody. I had no idea. Oh, man. You know, things from the 80s that stay in your head. Or That's 90s. So I don't know when they was made that. Was it 90s? Early 90s. Okay, okay. I love the early 90s. It was. All right. On to Gettysburg College. Gettysburg. Oh. Yes. you got to know Gettysburg Civil is... some stuff popping up. Oh, oh. Yep. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you do any kind of paranormal research, Gettysburg is going to be at the top of the list because of the Civil War. Yeah. And I want to go there one day. I want to do road trip across the USA. That would be awesome. I want to go there and check that out. Yes, I would too. I haven't really been that much to the East Coast. Really? Okay. Yeah. So I would love to do that. I've never be been cool. to Pennsylvania for sure. I've been to Boston, obviously, for grad school. I went to New York, been to Connecticut, been to Rhode Island, just like that little strip, nowhere else. I've been to New York. That's it. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Let's go take a trip. Okay. (laughs) All right. Gettysburg College. Now, this is taken from the college site itself. Gettysburg College was founded in 1832 as Pennsylvania College, renamed Gettysburg College in 1921 as a Lutheran college by local community members to create a college where students could get a good education in order to be good citizens and religious men. Oh, yes. Men. Men. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's, that was the theme back <laughs> that then. That was the time, yeah. But when it opened, the college only had three buildings. Here's my quick history recount. Okay. Because I thought this was so fascinating. All right. But it's I'm totally part of, of the paranormal experiences. 1861. Dark times in the U.S. as the Civil War started between the Union and the Confederacy, which lasted four years. Now, in the middle of the battle, in summer of 1863, General Lee of the Confederacy decided to secretly move north to move the battle out of Virginia. They made it to Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, and the Union Army was already there setting up a barricade. Thus, the Battle of Gettysburg exploded between July 1st and July 3rd. 
and that last day was known as the bloodiest day of the war. Mm-hmm. The Battle of Gettysburg resulted in an estimated 46,000 to 51,000 casualties. Oh my god. A lot and roughly 8,900 men were killed. Oh my gosh. Crazy. Now, here is where we start to discuss Gettysburg College. When the troops were moving into Gettysburg, roughly 100 students were attending, and the students were awesome. They rushed to the aid of all the wounded in battle. Oh, So they were nice. like, we got to help. Yes. I love that. Yes. And now, apparently, every hallway and room within the college was occupied by an estimated 700 Confederate soldiers. Wow. Every room. Henry Watkins... From Confederate the, soldiers. Confederate. So wow. what I read okay. at one point was, and I'll get into this, but one of the halls, which I'll get into, actually served both Confederate and Union wounded. Wow. Apparently. Uh-huh. But most of them say it was really helping out the Confederates. The Confederates. Yeah. Wow. Because they kind of just took over. Right. Henry Watkins, class of 1864, recorded that from anywhere inside Gettysburg College at any time that the shrieks, prayers, and moans from the wounded of dying or dying could be heard. Oh, wow. Now, let me give you a cool description of Pennsylvania Hall. Okay. So Pennsylvania Hall was built in 1837 and was the first building of Gettysburg College. I wanted to put a a photo of in here. I'll show you later, but it's really pretty. It's stately. It's a very, very large white structure Mm -hmm. with four large white columns in the front. Since it was the main building of the college, it served as the classroom, dormitory. It was known as the quote unquote old dorm dining area, chapel, library, and when the war broke out there, the main field hospital for the Confederates. Okay. And as mentioned, I think there was some Union soldiers in there right. as well. A number of officers, as well as General Lee himself, used the cupola. Yes, cupola. Because I didn't know what that is, so I looked it up. It's the small dome-like structure that sits on top of the building, which is crazy. The building, you'll see it. It's like, it looks like the White House kind of oh, almost, but it's smaller, yeah. a little small dome on the okay. top. And they used that for a lookout to keep an eye on the battle. Mm. So the building acting as the field hospital, though, saw some pretty horrific things. I'm sure it did. Oh, my gosh. Doctors apparently operated without anesthetic. And instead of taking the time to pull out bullets, they ended up amputating more often than not. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. So there were rooms where soldiers lay in agony and basically left to die because they couldn't be saved. Yeah. And there was blood sprayed all over the walls and floors. That beautiful white building. Yeah. Just sprayed with blood. Oh, I can't imagine. I can't. I'm just shuddering. Okay. On to the paranormal encounters. So students and staff members of the college have reported seeing figures of soldiers pacing back and forth in the cupola of Penn Hall. They believe these are the sentries that were either guarding General Lee or the messengers that were going to and fro from the battlefield. Oh, wow. So they see them at night and they see, uh, sometimes I think during the day, but they see people up there and they're not supposed to be. Yeah. On AmericanHauntingsInc.com, they say one student reported that he and his roommate who lived in a dorm about 50 yards away from Pennsylvania Hall saw a shadowy figure in the tower over a period of several nights. On another sighting, a figure was seen to be gesturing wildly to a student below. Oh no. Yeah. When the student called out to him, 
believing that perhaps someone was trapped in the tower, the figure vanished. Oh, no. <laughs> Campus security was called to investigate, and they couldn't find anyone in the building. Oh, no. Oh, I know I keep saying, oh, no. But my, my brain is jumping to maybe that one student was, you know, experiencing some insomnia like oh, us. Oh, gosh, of, just seeing things. It could be like finals week. It could yes. be under a lot of stress, under a lot of pressure. Yeah. And he's just seeing somebody, like, gesture frantically at him. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> no i'm sure it was really a soldier like an i wouldn't Civil war soldier that. yeah that's what yeah that's what i believe ghosts to. over over the wild hallucinations from an overstressed college it could have been it could have been both <laughs> you never know yeah now the most well-known haunting that is passed along about penn hall is in the 1980s a couple administrators were um leaving for the night and they entered the elevator from the fourth floor and pushed the first floor button to go home. Okay. The elevator did not stop at the first floor. Oh, no. But slowly descended to the basement. Oh, no. Yeah. The basement at that time was just a storage area. However, when the doors opened, they saw a gruesome scene. (gasps) A blood-splattered operating room of 1863. Oh, no. Yes, wounded men were lying prone on the floor, and administering to them were doctors and orderlies in bloody clothing. Oh, no. Yes. Different websites vary about this next detail. One site claims that all the doctors and, sol- and soldiers looked at, at the admin in the elevator, uh-huh. like a horror movie. Right. Just slowly turn yeah. and look up in unison without yes. saying a word. Exactly. Oh gosh, You've got Nicole. that, right? One states that one of the orderlies looked at the admin for help. <gasps> now, either way, they smashed on the elevator buttons to leave this horrifying scene. Finally, when they managed to get back to the first floor, they found a security guard and traveled back down to the basement. But alas, the basement was just the storage basement again. Oh, wow. Now, what's creepy? That is, wasn't creepy? That's creepy. Okay. What's creepier? Yes. In 2004, the same time travel phenomenon happened. Oh. <gasps> to another student oh oh, that was admin this was a student student. Mm -hmm. and just like the two admins in the 1980s it was eerily silent but definitely the same hospital scene the student had no idea of the previous event that took place for those two admins they weren't even alive no exactly (laughs) yeah they were there yeah yeah nothing and after they told their friend about that experience he found out or she oh wow that's awesome isn't that crazy so it happened twice I want to go just ride that elevator. I would go like July 3rd. Oh, yes. Yeah. That makes sense. Right? I would yeah. go like in the summer. It's probably going to be empty because school's not happening. Yeah. At night. Try to see if we can get in. Let's do it. Oh, It's my on our gosh. bucket list. It's on our bucket list. Okay. okay. Now, another haunted building on campus is Stevens Hall, built in 1911. The dormitory was originally used as a prep school for girls who would later enter the college. It is notoriously the most haunted dorm on campus. Uh, The most well-known ghostly apparition is known as the quote-unquote blue boy. Blue boy. Yes. Now the story goes, one cold wintry night, an abused orphan was found outside by a few of those girls living in Stevens Hall. So they decided to take him in out of pity and out of the cold where he had run away from the orphanage. Uh, The house mom or headmistress, either one, Uh, was making her usual rounds, checking the girls on each floor. 
The girls didn't want him found, so they quickly put him on the third window ledge, this third story window ledge. Now Poor it, decision. No, they didn't know where to put him. There's like an account that said it was like an hour. I don't know how long oh, he was out there. No. But after the headmistress left, they went to get him from the window, but he was nowhere to be found. One site said that the girls did see footprints in the snow below, but either way, he had disappeared. So females that stay in that dorm now see the ghostly visage of a blue-faced boy outside oh, the windows in no. Stevens Hall. Or that his face is smushed against the window. Oh. Sometimes the words, help me, (gasps) can be seen written backwards on frosted window planes on the third floor. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. My heart heart is breaking. (laughs) Poor Angela. Oh, this poor little kid. Right. He just needed to be rescued and, you know, not too bright girls. Let's put him on the window ledge in the cold. In the cold, in the winter. Yeah. So don't know what happened to him, unfortunately. In 2014, a field hockey player was staying in the dorm because it was preseason and she was the only one in there. One night she claimed to hear footsteps down the hall and above her, but the next day she explored and found no one living there at the time. Oh, wow. In Huber Hall, another dorm, students have reported hearing dragging sounds on the floor and waking up to seeing all their possessions thrown onto the ground. Oh, no. The last chilling story I found okay. was about a sophomore football player from the Gettysburgian.com. So, okay. This was in 2014. And well, he's, lots of stuff happened in 2014. 2014. Yeah. Hmm, Creepy. Okay. I, I don't know if they were just reporting that. They, people were doing more research back then. I don't know. Or if that was a really haunted year. Yeah. So he said, quote unquote, my coaches pulled me to their office and asked me how I was feeling in practice the day before. I told them I felt awful. My head was pounding. I couldn't see straight and my legs hurt. What they said next is something that I will never forget. That's because you had a ghost inside you, Danny. What? He had a ghost inside him. Now, yes. Practice had been filmed that previous day. Oh, no. And Thompson is seen running with the football when out of nowhere, a white misty circular image appears to fly out of his head and across the screen. <gasps> oh, my gosh. I've got chills. Isn't that creepy? Oh, wow. And there's video and documentation there's video. of this. Oh, I want to see it. I do, too. Danny said, if I hadn't seen the film, I wouldn't have believed it. But I did feel exceptionally weird that day at practice. And if it wasn't a ghost, then I have no clue what it could have been. I mean, it wouldn't be surprising considering the school is built where so many died in the Civil War. Oh, my gosh. End quote. Nicole, that was good. Right? That Gettysburg. Was a good one. Oh, oh. wow. <laughs> I know. Okay, we both have the chills. We gotta take like a chill break here. I can't, but we gotta go on because we got one more. One more. Like <gasps> oh, I said, I'm excited about this next one. Oh yeah, okay. she knows about this one because we were researching. But like I said, yes, there are so many haunted colleges and universities that there may be a second round coming. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. All right, Heidelberg University. <gasps> Heidelberg. She is so excited. I'm so excited. I love it. I love Heidelberg. She's been to Heidelberg. Just a quick, yes, I studied overseas there. That so is so cool. My undergrad, I went to Pepperdine. And yes. so they have a house called the Moore House, which mm-hmm. is on the same street as the Castle Ruins. And that Crazy. is haunted. I bet. So if we have time, I need to talk about I that. I think we'll have time. You okay. share your story for sure. Those All of right. you who have lived in Moore House, you know. Oh, 
More house. <laughs> okay. Now, like I said, so this is our last Haunted University. We are going to leave the United States for this one, obviously, and travel to Germany, to Heidelberg. Heidelberg. And I like this because we did the Black Forest. I know. That was our first episode. Heidelberg. Now, October 19th. 1386. Yes. This is our oldest. Yes. Heidelberg University gave its first lecture, making Heidelberg University the first university in Germany and now one of the world's o- oldest surviving universities. Yes, surviving and thriving. Yes. The first three studies there were theology, jurisprudence, which I didn't know, which is AKA law. law yeah. I had to look <laughs> that one up. And philosophy. They now, have a very famous hike called the Philosopher's way oh yeah oh that's so fun. yeah you take that hike mm-hmm. and it kind of goes at the top of the mountains and along the forest line Ooh. and you can look down into the necker valley which is where heidelberg is and nice. you can see all, it's beautiful i love it yeah oh i want to do that bucket list yeah. bucket list the first professors there came from paris and prague and there were some highs and definite lows within the history of this university now a good high mm-hmm. they give you some lists here a good high yes the first woman was admitted in 1900. Yay! Okay. Another good high. 1923, the first woman to receive her professorship. Hey! Major down. Uh-oh. 1933 to 1945, the rise of the National Socialists, a.k.a. Nazi, Nazi. rule, took over the university. Yes. 59 of 214 Heidelberg academics are expelled at this time and disenfranchised for, quote-unquote, racial and political reasons yes the morehouse unfortunately also plays a part in the nazi oh, history no. yeah i'm sure it does there was a sculpture of athena at the entrance to the university that was inscribed you're gonna read this because i'm terrible what does that oh, say okay dame lebendigen geist okay or to the living spirit she's my german person and that was taken down in 1936 and pla- replaced with an oversized eagle mm. and the words dame Deutschengeist." there you go the Easy. german spirit to the german spirit mm-hmm. back on the upswing another big high as of 2021 57 nobel prize winners have been affiliated with the city of heidelberg and 33 with the university itself Hey. So a lot of smart people coming yes. out of that area, which is good. The campus sits on the, you just said it, ne- Neckar River? Neckar, yes. Neckar River, which is the right bank tributary of the Rhine River. Yes, it is. And it is separated into two parts. The faculties and institutes of humanities and social sciences are in the Old Town campus. Yes. The sciences, faculties, and medical school, plus three large university hospitals, are located on the new campus in the outskirts of Heidelberg. She's, she's like, yes, I know. It is, it is all over the city. The university, the it's, city it's of Heidelberg is the university. That is so cool. Yes, it's everywhere. I love it. Now back to the dark side of Heidelberg University during the Nazi regime. Yes. Or regime. Sorry. Now, even though we have actual statistics of faculty and students being let go and expelled, there are speculations that some of these professors were put on trains bound for the concentration camps and that even two were killed by Nazi soldiers. Mm. There are no reports of ghost sightings, but there are claims that the chalkboards of their old lecture halls have been reported to self-erase. Yeah, I've heard that. Yes, or have mysterious words written on them the following day, all occurring at night when the halls are locked up for the evening. Yes. I've heard that. You've heard that? Yes. Oh my gosh. In the you, bars. With did the, you see it or no? No, 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 okay. no. Going out at bars at night and talking to the I college kids. It. Yes, they tell They've you ghost those. stories. I love it. 
That's what I would be doing. Uh, in 1933, the University Square housed one of the many Nazi book burnings that took place during the war. Yeah. Now, on the anniversary of that event, students claimed to smell burning leather, wood, books, and smoke while walking through the square. Yeah, I've heard that, I can too. totally see that. Yeah. Oh, creepy. That gave me goosebumps. <laughs> it also reminds me of, um, I always think to Indiana Jones. Oh, uh-huh. When he's, he pretends he's the Nazi and they're burning <laughs> books. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what it always reminds me of. Now, lastly, the most creepiest haunt ties to Hitler's eugenics movement oh yeah yes now quick history lesson if you don't know what that is adolf hitler fully supported the biological improvement of the german people and nazi eugenics were really termed quote-unquote racial hygiene or in german rassen hygiene did i do that right yep um they would either kill people that were identified as quote-unquote life unworthy of life Mm. which included prisoners, degenerates, and people with congenital, cognitive, and physical disabilities. And more than 400,000 people were sterilized against their will. Yeah, they sterilized a lot of women that at Heidelberg University in the hospital. This, the, this whole history makes me, like, I can't, I cringe, I can't. Yeah, that's, it's so sad. I can't sad. get through all this. It's so sad. Yeah. Okay, so it is not surprising that the rumor circulating about this university is that many women were forced to be sterilized in the Heidelberg University Clinic during the Nazi regime. Yes. To this day, evening staff report hearing women weeping, mm-hmm. as well as the screams and cries of women when no women patients are nearby. Yeah. Ah, I that know, really it's got so me. so upsetting. I, I, yeah, so that's all I have for my stories. Yeah. So what's your story? So Morehouse in Heidelberg dates back to, I think it was built around 1900. Okay. I think that's right, about 1900. So the Nazis definitely um, used it. It was also used for CIA as well. Um, so they were spying on what? what was going on then. Yeah. Cool. So it was on the good side. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I get it more. Um, so when Pepperdine purchased Morehouse, uh, it's a very large house. It's about three or four stories tall. And it has like a library. It has lots of different bedrooms. Uh, and then it has like a, an eating area and a computer lab nice. and some some classroom space as well. Okay. So it's a big hall. It's a big, it's a big, beautiful. And it's I was thinking small, like his, dorm. No, but it's yeah. a big, beautiful mansion. Cool. And it's, ash, it's actually protected as a historical monument. Oh, wow. Pepperdine did do some expansions to add more dorms. So they made these kind of like tower, we mm. call them the towers. Nice. Th- these kind of tower-like structures to add more rooms. Mm-hmm. You can't really tell they did such a good job expanding the more house, but it's, beautiful and it's a wonderful magical place and yes it is absolutely haunted so i I was there for about six weeks i didn't see any apparitions i definitely felt them and i know people have seen them okay and there are are in some of the rooms there are in like kind of these little closet areas there's one in in the boys side and we call it the bat cave and there's one in the girl side they call it the cat cave cute and they're just these like little creepy extra closet areas that you can go in and and like walk-in closet size it's a walk-in closet but then it's behind the walk-in closet so it's another (gasps) kind of little like a secret area area. secret area and people have like written stuff on the walls of course and so i'm sure a lot of students have created a lot of different things while hanging out in that cave in the cat cave but mostly it's typical haunting stuff you hear um footsteps 
Oh, it smells, smells. Sure. And you can hear things every once in a while. But I mostly felt presences when I was when I was there. Yeah. Because you're sensitive. Uh, yeah. Ugh. A little bit. Yeah. Oh, that's so, so but creepy. it was. I mean, they were. They were friendly and I That's loved good. Morehouse and it's beautiful and it's very welcoming. Oh, good. Yeah. It's not a malevolent spirit. No, it's okay. not. No, they're, it's very nice. And there were definitely times where I'd start to walk into a room and mm-hmm. I'd be like, nope, that room's not ready yet. And then I would go back and go somewhere else because I would just feel that. No, nope, not right now. And hashtag nope. Hashtag nope. Yes. And then I, you know, just go to a different room. Good. But most of the time is very like welcoming and. That's you know, awesome. Yeah. It was a great place. I loved it. Well, I good. Love Heidelberg. So you had you had the the happy haunts. Yeah, like a Disney haunt. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Heidelberg University. That's our haunted university episode. Yes, and if any of you guys have gone to any of these schools or have additional stories, please yes. email us at the ominous stitch at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. And if you have went to a different university and have your own paranormal stories, we want to hear those too. We would love to hear those. Okay, Miss Nicole, is it movie time? It's movie time. Today's movie review is Christy. Christy. <laughs> you like how the, her tone is. This <laughs> was released in 2014. Hey. That's, that's, that's um, at, uh, where is that? Ohio? No, Gettysburg. Everywhere. Gettysburg. That's like the year. That's weird. 2014, 2014 was, a was a big haunt year. Oh. IMDb gave Christy 5.8 stars mm-hmm. and the synopsis. When a college girl who is alone on campus over the Thanksgiving break is targeted by a group of outcasts, she must conquer her deepest fears to outwit them and fight back. Now, okay, disclaimer. I mentioned at one point that I was going to give all my favorite horror movies for us to watch, uh-huh. but I didn't have a favorite college movie. I wanted to tie this into our college theme. Right. Okay? So I started with Urban Legends, and guys, I could not finish that movie. It is the worst. <laughs> that is like... Uh, it would be I, better than the one that we watched. I don't know. No, I, I tried watching it and it was terrible. So I said, let's try to find another one. And I found one that I didn't watch before. And it's this movie, Christy. could both were able to watch it. And um, yeah, this is not my cup of tea, everybody. Not my cup of tea either. No. But I found some ways to appreciate it. <laughs> she was so cute. T- texting oh me again. Oh my gosh. So Angela. Yes. Um, I don't know if we want to give any spoilers for this movie. Oh, let's spoil it. Okay. Don't, you don't need to see this if you haven't seen it. You can take it off your list. Now, as we mentioned, this isn't our cup of tea because I'm more of a ghosts, exorcisms, um, We haunted. like more of the paranormal yes, side of I, horror, yeah. That's my horror. Like, In the Mouth of Madness was cool because it was books, right? Mm-hmm. Books about horror. This is that slasher murder teen like chasing around and, and not in a fun funny not way, in a like funny Cabin way in no this was i hate these movies I, I am not a fan of these guys i'm sorry it took itself way too seriously it did. if it would have had fun with itself and with its genre sure i would have enjoyed it so no. i found a way to have fun with thanks. it thanks good and i didn't so that i would watch the whole thing good job because i you wanted to turn it off i wanted you? to turn it off from the <laughs> opening credits when the opening credits were over i wanted to turn it off 
off and like, nope, this is not nope. for me. Don't want to watch it. I think I texted you at one point. I was watching this through my hands. Yes, you were. Because I just didn't want to. I don't like the subject matter. I so. don't either. But you know why I, I liked the start of this movie and what caught my eye? What? The actress, Haley Green. She's the main character. She or, looks, sorry, Haley Bennett. I'm Haley sorry, Bennett. I mixed Ashley Green and Haley at Bennett. first I thought it was... Um, a young uh, Jennifer Lawrence because she sort of Very looks, looks like similar. her. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, and I recognized her because she was in The Magnificent, Magnificent Seven oh. and The Girl on the Train. Those two movies were good. That's where I recognized her from. Okay. And so I was like, oh, she's a great actress. This is going to be fun. She did well. She did okay. For but, what she was given for yeah. this type of movie, this like, I'm going to chase you around a, a unbelievable scenario yeah. of a abandoned college where people leave their posts i didn't like that at all no that was dumb it was but, so stupid okay so all right okay let's do positives because we're giving a lot of negatives i'm sorry go ahead i know i know i'm just i'm trying because you're gonna be the negative one mm-hmm. this time around and i'm gonna try to be i the totally am one. i'm sorry everybody role reversal people this is very crazy. much even though we both didn't like it i appreciate that it followed its tropes and its genre okay and you could see it connected its dots. It gave reasons for things like when she couldn't use her phone because they had hacked into her phone and taken it over. So she couldn't call out on her how cell phone. These, okay. I don't know how they were that good of hackers. Okay, keep they also cut pose. all of the phone lines and the power lines. They were able to disable the internet because it's 2014. All of these things are available to her. Right. Somehow the killers were able to disable and oh, hack somehow. into everything. And there's only four of them. Yes. They... <laughs> we'll get into that. And then they were able to lure the dumb security guard yeah. off of, out of his post. He's a security guard. He has the control point to the dorm. Yes. And the reason why he has that one central point, that is the only way to go in and out of the building. So right. why he decided he needed to, leave to get his post. up and go outside to check what was going on and open the door and to not protect lock the, door. the one person that was uh. in the door made no sense to me. But that's another theme. A lot of the men, and I'm going to use quotation marks here because they were all, <laughs> they were all dudes men. They were. who were trying to save her her i think her name was juliet or no it wasn't juliet it was justine justine they were trying to save justine were just dumb they were dumb they were really dumb they wouldn't believe her or trust her first of all which drives me nuts yep second of all they would rush headlong into the danger and when they would see the danger they'd be like what oh no and not prepared they would just die and they were so dumb and i'm like stop running to these and then the maintenance guy is the stoner that lives on the side yes oh i'm sorry i'm sorry you do all the pros first (laughs) i'm really frustrated with this i'm well i'm frustrated with him yeah because that was that was another big one because she ran to him she's like where's your phone he's like i don't know i don't know i'm stoned and then he disappears to get his shot 2014 you would know where your phone phone is in 2014 that phone is glued to your hand totally when you're stoned that's probably the best thing to have when you're (laughs) just searching on your phone right Oh my god! Okay. Oh my gosh! And then they let the dog go, and the dog oh got poor doggy! Killed. I was so mad at that. Yes, oh. hashtag dog does die. Yeah, sorry. So another reason to not watch the movie because yes. the dog dies. That's the pointless death. So of the dog. all of the people that are coming to quote unquote coming to her rescue, they all die because right? they're dumb. They're dumb. There are four people that are trying to kill her, and these four people do the classic 
trove of the just walking very slowly to catch Whistling, up to her while she's running walking. and suddenly they're there right next they to her. They know every campus layout. They know where yeah, she they is. Know where she they know is. how to enter the, these supposedly oh she unlocks some room like the buildings but like, doesn't lock behind doesn't her. lock behind her so they can get into the buildings even though she's she, locked. one point she's on the roof yeah and they're like on the roof right behind her i'm like you were there's, anywhere near there's her no way they could have gotten up to without that running that fast and they're just walking they're doing they're the classic the walk the the classic bad guy thing where they slowly walk behind her and then suddenly they're right next to her I even was so though she's running like a mad woman yeah and then they do a lot of good callbacks so when they're doing the montage and I texted her, I'm like, oh, look, she's dancing. Ha ha ha. But they do the montage of her going through her daily life at school and she's in a science class and she's mm-hmm. learning about how to make fire from water and, and, and a chemical compound. And then they also show her swimming in the pool. She's a really good swimmer. And you know, all this is coming back at some yeah, point. Yeah. So they do do all those callbacks when she's able to turn the tides on, on the people that are hunting her. What drove me insane, I don't like movies that are that have like some kind of ritualistic or religious reason for doing the, the killing and the murders. Yep. And that's what this is. There's a ritual that these killers are following and, and it's happening all across the country where they kill a quote unquote Christie, which is a pure woman or girl who has everything. She has beautiful hair, beautiful car, and she has a perfect life. So she must die. And that's yep. the whole reason she must die. And so she is the quote unquote sacrificial virgin, right? <laughs> She's the virgin. And it's like the dark web. And so the they have... stoner slash fool died. Oh yeah, you're right. The athlete slash security guard. Okay. That's oh, what I'm going with. Oh, she's got her formula. Died. Okay. Right? So we're yep. following the... Tro- so this is how I made it okay. Thank you. Because I'm like, oh, it's Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Following the tropes. And okay. so it made me... It makes more sense. Into that to so, okay. be more fun. Her boyfriend, who was the soft philosopher, love mm-hmm. of her life, died. That's true. Okay. They didn't have a slutty one. Well, I, I guess she's the they one... They did kill another person. The they girl the, at the end end, the main mean girl... I'd say she was the 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 slutty yeah. one. It's usually the slutty one that has to go first. first. So it could have been we don't know about the there guy at go. the guard gate, but we can say there you go. He's, he's the, the slutty slut, one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the loose one. Yeah, and so she played the role like of that. the sacrificial virgin. I like because that. That's she's a the good theory Christy that they're going You're after. Right, and she has so, to live. Yeah, so I'm okay. like, oh, okay, that made me like Cabin in the Woods <sighs> more because I'm like, oh, it's following the tropes. Ha 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 ha. Um, but but I, was, I started making fun of the movie while I was texting Nicole. I was like, oh, look, what's going to happen next? Yep. Good luck, because it's absolutely predictable yeah. what's going to happen. And she's the only one that can save herself. And so like the virgin in Cabin in the Woods, she starts turning everything around. Yep. And she's able to put an end to And that makes me feel better. That That's the only, I guess, the best part of this movie. This movie was terrible, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just those those tropes, but just over, yeah. And the, and the fact that this is this big dark web and they're able, okay, my biggest thing, I was telling her, they're these four, they're four teenagers. Like, yeah, they're not very old, kids. right? Yeah. How are they able to hack every single thing and get into everywhere and not, and like smart enough to do all this 
and to, all the planning yeah all the sneaking and they, they're like ninjas right and they were like they picked her off because she was in the wrong place at the wrong time so yeah. this was all really quick and sudden yeah they so they were at the gas station yes so i don't know how they would have picked her at the gas station and known that she was they followed her well, but she was the only person yeah, staying behind on campus. They would have probably they scouted They would have had it. to scout her, especially with their knowledge know. of the school. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they've ever been there. So this is like them being ninjas. Yeah, it makes no sense. Makes they would have no had to sense. have been following her for, for a while weeks. and scouting her. And, and knowing. known that she was alone. Yeah. Do you think they were going to go attack her at a college when there's a bunch of people there? No. Exactly. No, they so, were waiting for her to be alone. And then they just had that opportunity. This yeah. is such a... BS movie. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's you have angry. to you have to suspend your belief on a lot of yep. levels to <laughs> enjoy the movie. I guess. Yeah. I, but like I said, so this was the reason why we picked it. I picked it. Because she's never seen it. I've never seen college. it, and it was a college campus movie. So now, have you ever? We were talking about this last night. Yeah. To totally change the subject before we do our ratings, have you okay. ever stayed on campus during? So no, I have never stayed over at a holiday. I've lived in the dorms my only my freshman year, and I went home. But after that, I would I lived in a house with other people, and I my college campus was only an hour and a half away yeah. from my my old home so it's yeah. not like I couldn't go home at any time and I had my car yeah so yeah th I never stayed for a long period of time on a campus alone and plus my campus is huge yeah so yeah. it's not like it, it would be alone in this like like this situation right so I went did my undergrad at Pepperdine and I'm from yeah. Texas so that's quite a long journey that's a long yes and I always stayed on campus I only went home when I for summer or for Christmas break okay. just the long extended breaks sure. where the campus was completely shut down but if we had like a, a short holiday like Thanksgiving mm -hmm. or spring break um, stay or you know any kind of break yeah I always stayed on campus but yeah. a lot of people did it was never, never abandoned empty. and Pepperdine was a, is as a, a private small university school, yeah. as a private university yeah and it's not that big no and a lot of people would stay right. it wasn't it like she was the only person, only person at this big university oh and like the the cards played out themselves like her best friend was supposed to stay with her and then and she's rich she's like her her dad's like a congressman or yeah, something yeah. And like oh we want to go to Aspen yeah it's like oh my god and then she kept turning everybody down yeah like her boyfriend was like come, come stay with, with me, me. Yeah. She's no. like, no, and then even she called him she's like i had something scary happen tonight he's like i will be there in two hours and she's like no no and then he comes come. and he comes and dies <laughs> did because he's like what oh it was so dumb and then like she, and then the fact that she takes everybody down and then the news is like reporting on it and she's like there like she gave the information of the website and all these people were getting taken down i was like yeah. this is stupid yeah I'm sorry <laughs> this is too this is reaching for straws on a crazy plot so that just made me really upset yeah if you're in the mood for a movie that's gonna piss you off <laughs> watch christy why, why? i don't know why you'd want that but uh there you go we've got that option for you so what is your rating on this i give it a one <laughs> one. it's terrible one a out one of ten not, stitches yeah, one. one being I, I i can watch it because it's i you know i could go down to zero guys but i, I gave it a one if i i had to watch a movie and i had, had to, to watch, watch this with somebody 
sure, I'll do it, but one. <laughs> what about you, Angela? Um, yeah, I don't think I'm going to give it a negative 25 like I did <laughs> the other one. Good. But, you know, one. Okay. It was fine. We're the same. It was okay. One out of ten. Like, after I got over the let's kill, let's sacrifice yeah, women. You were really I was upset mad about, about the that. women mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And, one. And, yeah. So one. Hey. Because I was like, nah, it's predictable. It's we're on the same fine. page on this one. It's okay. And then we see the tropes play out and yeah. if you look at it on that level you're like okay cool that you helps. did your job movie. Sure. you're you're following the classic yes lines of a slasher i like that cool good job angela but if it would have had the class i'm gonna say class <laughs> to make fun of itself and sure. point out that yes i'm like cabin in the woods yes <laughs> i would have liked it because you know i need some levity with my slasher movies you got it <laughs> all right well that was a fun episode yeah what did we learn today nicole oh good what did we learn never to watch this movie <laughs> <laughs> no Don't watch Christine. no the lesson is you know be aware of your campus and your history i think because yeah. you never know there's you never know when some residual yeah residual energy there yeah. Which is pretty cool. I actually, just as a side note, I tried to look up my alma mater. Yes. Couldn't find anything, unfortunately. I mean, there was like, you know, a couple of Reddit things of the University of Washington. Yeah. But maybe I should deep dive into some. I, well, I am actually. There's a university in Massachusetts. I think we might get into. Um, and some some East Coast because they're old. That's, yeah. that's pretty old over there. But yeah. 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 Just be aware of your surroundings. Of, of your history. Yeah. What, no, are, what do you think you people. learned? What I learned today is don't build your college campus on an insane <laughs> asylum. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good lesson. Those energies don't mash well. They don't want to leave. You know what though? And I did learn a lot about Gettysburg, which made me that's cool. feel good. Yeah. Uh, well, not feel good, but you but know. Learning the history, learning our history. Yeah. Like, like I, I learned this back in high school, but you know, things don't Who remembers stick. things from high school? Oh my gosh. <laughs> over 20 years ago. I don't remember, but just to have to do my own research, but then tie it to paranormal. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's cool. So, all right, Stitchers, thanks so much for joining us today. Please visit all of our socials. Yes. Watch our little TikToks that we're, we're starting trying, to put out there. Yep, we're trying to get a little better about Nicole's it. Nicole's our little social maven. Oh, man. I'm, I'm not even that great at oh, it. Oh, but I'm so much worse at it. <laughs> we're trying. Oh, my gosh. Don't forget to email us Please. at theominousstitch at gmail.com. We want to hear your stories. We yes. want to hear from you. We want to connect with you guys. Please. And if you want to take a peek at your YouTube, we have our demonstrations those are very fun yeah our hands our hands look at our hands we don't what know do what do to do with our hands, hands? <laughs> <laughs> all right with that see you stitchers see you stitchers oh.